Hey, man, is that the Rock News Weekly Podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is Rock News Weekly. Every week, we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Follow us on all social media platforms at Rock News Weekly for our quick one-minute weekly update videos. And please give the episode a five-star rating if you enjoy the episode. Now on to this week's episode. It's time for the Rock News Weekly Podcast. Chris here with Lalo and Charles. What's up, guys? Hey Lots of things to talk about this week. Uh, let's get the prep going here. Uh, week of, what is today? What's the day today? The 27th? 27th, yeah. baby. Uh, the the, the, the 30th, audio baby. The podcast will be hearing it on the 30th. Uh, season 4, episode 22. We got lots to talk about. Some big topics, including Aerosmith Steven Tyler voluntarily admitting himself into rehab this week. So sounds like he's making the right choice. We'll find out what that's all about. It's actually kind of an interesting story. Maybe not what you're thinking. Aftershock announcing their replacement for the Foo Fighters. Mm. We'll reveal who that is for Sunday night, closing out the festival. And Ozzy awaiting neck surgery stemming from an ATV accident way back in 2003. He's still having problems from that. Oh, yeah. Damn near 20 years later, right? Uh, Kurt Cobain's Fender Mustang selling for $4.5 million, and every dollar is donated to mental health charities. So really cool thing there. Plus, we'll be talking about this week in Rock and Roll History Trivia. We have a couple good ones. I think we have three of them this week for Rock and Roll History Trivia, some fun ones, weekly WTF and all that good stuff. Everything's up at rocknewsweekly.com. Subscribe if you guys like. Uh, it's the you know less than a cost of a coffee or a hamburger $3.99 a month if you guys tune in every week anchor.fm slash rocknewsweekly slash subscribe we're everywhere google podcast amazon audible all that good stuff under your bed at night under your bed at night charles Mm -hmm. is there sometimes Mm -hmm. uh we try and make it you know a surprise for some of our vip listeners twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly every friday around nine o'clock sometimes we're late sometimes we're early you know it is what it is check out our youtube channel all that good stuff YouTube. Oh, please, please check out the YouTube channel. And you know what? We need, I, we need more. We need more people to check that out. And I was kind of bad on it this week. We had some personal issues that we'll get to uh, in my uh, in memoriam this week. A little um, R.I.P. going out to my, one of my coworkers uh, this week that we uh, lost this past Saturday. Uh, and we'll get into all that. Uh, don't want to be a bummer right off the bat, but there was some stuff that kind of hindered everything uh, from me getting getting that stuff on YouTube and all that stuff. So I'm sure you guys understand. But, oh. Cool, anyway, man. We'll, we'll get it's to cool. it. You know, we'll get to it. We'll get it up there. It's all good. We try and get it up for you guys every week. Uh, YouTube.com slash Rock News Weekly or just search for us there. Yeah. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the same. All right, let's get to it, guys. New album's out. This uh, It's actually today, 27th of May. Nice. All New right. stuff out from Coheed and Cambria. We were saying that um, oh, yeah. it's the second Vaxish. part of their uh, concept album. Yeah. Vaxis. So is that like we were talking about? Is that kind of like what Starset does? Is that like a... Yes. Uh, celestial kind of deal. It is. It's. It's an entire. Um, Coed and Cambria actually have like a an entire story arc behind like this whole Vaxis thing. Like he's there's like this uh, kind of sci-fi weird. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know if it's like a superhero type thing, but it's definitely like a dystopian kind of cyber crazy drama that's happening. Like it's 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 very cool. And um, yeah, and they they talk about it a lot in their music, but they also have. I mean, I haven't read them, but I guess they also have a graphic novel series. Oh yeah, I heard about somebody, that. Yeah, somebody was telling me they have a graphic 
graphic novel series all around this big kind of uh, arc, this kind of story arc. But yeah, like Star Set, um, they've got very similar. They got a very similar kind of sci-fi thing that right. they do in a lot of their music videos and you know, songs. You know, I, I like it when the band like takes that. the extra time to do that kind of stuff yeah, these me days. Too. Uh, me so too. There's so many bands that just kind of put it in and just put it out there with kind of minimal um, graphics. You know, uh, minimal, uh, you know, concept album stuff is really yeah. hard to find these days. So, I, you know, a lot of respect for anybody who takes takes a chance on that. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think it's a creative kind of way to go. Uh, Def Leppard, their new album, Diamond Star Halo, supposedly it's one of their best received albums, according to a lot of the press I've been reading. Get the rock out of hey, here. Hey, we got somebody, uh, a new get, follower. Hey. Get the rock out of here. Um, I, I heard something there. I, I got to check it out on my... Uh, Anyway, we'll check it out later. Guys, can you guys see in there? Uh, hold on one second. Uh, yeah, we've got we actually have quite a few people that are that are rocking oh, out dude. this right now. Oh, hey mom. No, hey guitar forty nine. No, I know Miss D was in the chat. Um, guitar right before you joined, I was saying hey to her as well. So, oh hey, yeah. Hey, hey to you, guitar forty nine and Debo, of course. Hey guys, thank you guys for uh, stopping by. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you. Ooh. All right, so let's get to it. Yeah, Liam, we got some we got some awesome people following us tonight. Yeah. Liam Gallagher's got his new solo album out. He's from what? Oasis. Uh, come on, you know. Come on. This is such like a British name That's a for an British album, guy. right? Isn't it? <laughs> Might as well have named it just isn't it. <laughs> Come on. You know, I'm better than everyone. And I think that's everyone. a pretty, it's pretty much his character. Yeah. Right? Uh, so, yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so aggressive, dude. It's all in all caps. <laughs> I know, yeah. right? Come, Come on. on, you know. Come uh, on. Stars and Wilco also have some new music out. Cool country. Uh <laughs> Also coming up on the 3rd of June, which is next Friday, Ew. we got new stuff out from 070 Shake, oh. Andrew Bird, Angel Olsen, Drive-By Truckers, Guar. They got their new oh, album, The Dark Ages. Guar's going to be at Aftershock this year, right? That's right. Yeah. Like, it's going to be awesome. Get sprayed with some blood. Um, so I like, there's another there's another one, Lalo, that's in all caps. You can't kill me. I know. I saw that. That was yeah. cool. I love that. Oh, yeah, for yeah. this one. I and then that. everyone's favorite band, Horse Girl. Oh, Horse Girl. Yeah. yeah. I have no idea who that is. I saw uh, them um, live album with, uh, with Lava Boy <laughs> and Shark Girl. With them. <laughs> and, sh and yes. Yeah, Lava. How did you? You were so close to getting those right. You were so close. What was the correct one? Uh, Lava Girl and Shark Boy. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Oh. You almost got it, Charles. That's your favorite you were like, movie. <laughs> oh. With George Lopez and his fishbowl. favorite. Yeah, and Cheech Marin's in that, too, right? Isn't he? Seriously? Yeah, Robert Rodriguez. Dude, he does a lot of Robert voice Rodriguez work. Robert Rodriguez does those movies, dude. Man, that, that's where the money's at. Yeah. Voice work doing that? I got to start getting into that, man. Robert Robert Rodriguez does those movies, and Robert I Rodriguez swear. is a badass, man. Hell yeah. That's no, it. he's the yeah. one who collaborated with Quentin Tarantino yeah. and did the whole Grindhouse film series. Yep. Oh, that's dope. That's yeah. why you see like folks like Danny Trejo. He's a dark Trejo. dude. Yeah. Danny Trejo's in those movies, Yeah, too. he's in those things, too. Yeah. He's like, hey, I'm some, no, you know. kids' movies, yeah. I'm some funny crab guy. Hey, yeah. I'm Danny Trejo. And he's like, you yeah. know, it's, it's fucking great. Uh, anyway, Policia, Post Malone, Sheepdogs all got new albums out too. So. Sheepdogs? Sheepdogs. Out of sight. Out of sight. Wow. Love it. They're all banjo players. <laughs> they are. Dressed like sheepdogs. Sheepdogs. <laughs> Uh, all right, some tour news. This was a big deal that Muse was the Sunday night headliner. Oh, okay. Announced as the replacement for the Foo Fighters. All right. I, I felt it was a little underwhelming, uh, to be honest. Um, yeah. But I thought that was kind of a good thing. 
that we no one's trying to show up the Foo Fighters, right? Yeah. yeah. So I think maybe it's kind of good that we get a softball kind of underhand. Um, you know, maybe leave early on yeah. Sunday. Uh-huh. Well, maybe stick around for the first couple songs. I don't know. Muse, Muse, Muse is fun. Muse is cool. I've seen they're them. They're band. good. They are a good band. Yeah. I don't want to try and discount them. Not try and discount them at all. They're, they're, they're definitely not Foo Fighters, <laughs> but... No. And their but their last album is actually doing pretty well, right? It hit, yeah, it, it hit, um, one of their songs got up to number one in the charts or something. Yeah, it's it's damn near up to number one. It's, yeah. it's getting up there, and it's one of their heaviest songs they've done in a long time. So I could see why Aftershock kind of took the chance on it. They're rocking a little bit more than usual these days. So yeah, yeah. you know uh, the new single's kind of rocking. A lot of people like it. So I think it's a good a, a good choice. You know, it's kind of one uh, a lot of people online. I was looking on the comments. Uh, it's kind of a mixed bag, but the majority is very happy about it. They think that Muse has a strong new album that's going to be coming out. They're giving them the benefit of the doubt. And cool. they, they do put on a good live show. They have like a really good stage show, lighting, all that stuff. So We're it, will have be, fun. it will be cool. Regardless, yeah. So. We're going to have fun and bring me the Horizons on the same day. And they are super fun to see Push live. it back. Push, Push it back. It back. Uh, yeah, action Bronson super. on there, man. That's going to be a fun day on Sunday. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Uh, I mean, we got the interrupters. We got Zach Sabbath, uh, Zach Wild. Oh, that's doing dope. all the Black Sabbath stuff. That's gonna be killer. That's dope. Uh, I never seen Jelly Roll live, so that'll be kind of interesting. Nice. Uh, interrupters, kind of a punk ska, you know, thing there. Action Bronson, hip hop, Architects, kind of new metal. So that's a, that'll be a fun day, man. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna yeah. Be a good time. I'm Aftershockfestival.com. There's only a few people that I'm not looking forward to seeing, and that would be Papa Roach. I'm not a big fan of Papa Roach. Yeah, I um, gotta e- agree yep. with you there. Even but though they used to play here in Merced. I know, man. They're Merced legends yeah. in this area, right? Playing yep. with the Fatty Mocha. Big time. The story um, was that Jacoby Shaddix, uh, supposedly, the he got some KFC from the KFC right there. I at, heard. And, and laced an acid uh, yeah, or something. Put a, yeah, put a bunch of LSD on it, and everybody had a bunch yeah. of the KFC with all kinds of acid on it. So I heard that. Yeah, um, that's, I'm a, not that's a legend. A, I'm not a huge fan of Youngblood. Um, I know that Youngblood was kind of like a thing there for a second because he was new. I remember Lalo, you, kinda, was... you introduced me a little bit to his music back then. Hey, I was Real really quick, into him. Uh, Turdish back. 19, your thing finally popped up and I caught up on my end. Sorry about that. Turdish 19, thank you for the follow. Yo. Thank you, Turdish. Uh, What's up, Turdish 19? Uh, yeah, appreciate it. Uh, um, let's I'm not it really looking forward to, um, what let's else? see. Not really looking forward to... I Okay, so I would Sorry. have been looking forward to Falling in Reverse about four years ago, but oh, yeah. they gotten a little political, so... And they got kind of really, played out. I think yeah. it's one of those bands that, like, they, they were pretty good on their first or first one or two albums, and then they kind of got, you know, caught up in the machine of music, so to speak, and, yeah. um, you know, kind of maybe got suggested or pushed certain ways to do certain things. And yeah, yeah. I don't know. You know, it's paying off for them in some respects. I mean, they are on that bottom bill below Kiss. That's true. So, right uh, there. they got to be doing something there. Yep. But Meshuga, man, that's I'm looking forward oh, to them once yeah. again. Everything else looks great. Meshuga, Chevelle, yeah. they're awesome live. Clutch. Yeah. Guar. Apocalypta. Uh, I'm, Apocalyptica. Yeah, I've they're all, they live. have like the cello, yeah. the, the, like three cello players. It's pretty awesome. Helmet, the original helmet oh, from the, the ori- 90s. You got to love that. Original That's going to be cool. And Nita Strauss. Yeah. She's Nita down there Strauss. on that second line, but she's killer. Nice. She's Alice Cooper's guitar player, and yeah. she can shred, and she is amazing. Her new album has all kinds of cool people on it. Who knows? We might see a, um, a guest appearance from one of the people on there. Yeah. Because she doesn't sing. Thinking, she, she's just a guitar player, so 
she might have somebody uh, do a surprise appearance nice. there. Nice. We are going to get a second influx of tickets to give away for the Bear at 105.7. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, so check it out at 1057thebear.com. You guys can sign up for our four-day pass giveaway uh, on the website. So check it out. Wow. Dope. That's amazing. I mean, what is that? What's the price comparison? Like $1,000 or something? No, That's well, crazy. I mean, like, so a four-day pass is like a couple hundred bucks. So we're giving away a pair of those. So, oh, that's cool. But still, it's, yeah, about a $500 value. Oh, yeah, yeah that's five great. Five or $600 value. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're doing it through the station, so your odds are, you know, decent. Uh, we're talking, you know, maybe one in 500, uh, you know, of nice. people that take the time to actually enter. Uh, so, yeah, might Ooh. as well. If you're in the area and you live in the Sacramento area, Central Valley, make sure you guys check it out. Those are pretty good odds. Yep. Um, STP pulling out of the last five tour dates. I don't know if you guys heard about this. No. Mm. Um, well, somebody got COVID. That seems to be the story. So the mm. last five shows their U.S. tour with Hailstorm, Blackstone Cherry. Apparently, the tour is still going on. There is, STP has just pulled out. So uh, it's mostly areas in the Northeast and Michigan and things like that. So um, unfortunately, it just says a member of their touring party. Nobody specific in the band. So it's not like, you know the lead singer or anything like that gotcha mm. but we don't know you know who who it is specifically it's probably the drug dealer uh, yeah probably yeah you yeah, know it is could be the local Ugh. the local stp who is that? drug Ugh. dealer all right so check it out who is this on this picture this is a recent photo and i wanted to like get this recent photo uh so check this out he looks like um he looks like uh tina turner's rival and Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, <laughs> like if he looks like he's Jack Sparrow in Mad Max. You know, oh oh yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. He's Jack yep. Sparrow, Ma Mad Max Jack Sparrow. Yeah, um, Max Sparrow. I don't. We don't. I don't want to make light of Steven Tyler's situation and the way he's looking these days. Know, Apparently, sorry, he's Steven. having a rough go. But you know, maybe I don't know. Um, I, I think he's doing the right thing though. Mm -hmm. he, he's apparently checked himself into rehab, forcing the band to scrap their whole. June and July, Deuces are Wild Las Vegas shows. So it's only two months that they're canceling. They're not canceling the whole tour outright. Oh, gotcha. So uh, apparently he wants to just kind of get right for the next couple months. Here's the deal. He apparently had foot surgery, and he was prescribed some pain medication. Oh, okay. Right? Oh, okay. But here's the problem. It's like, why are these doctors prescribing an ex-heroin addict, an ex-person who's gone through rehab, these types of medications, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, yeah. The band issued a statement. It says, quote, as, Mich as many of you know, our beloved brother Stephen has worked on his sobriety for many years. After foot surgery to prepare for the stage and the necessity of pain management during the process, he recently relapsed and voluntarily entered a treatment program to concentrate on his health and recovery. That's super noble. And that's what, that's what I thought, I too. It, it could have been like the Metallica situation, probably, where they're like, Hey, James, you got a problem, man. You need to go into rehab. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think Steven Tyler kind of uh, knew what was going on uh, ahead of time. And it's like, I'm going to have an issue here. I need to get my stuff together. Yeah. Um, so they have to reset everything. But here's the thing that I wanted to highlight. I found this quote. I can't play it right now, but it says, I'll read it for you guys. Back in 2013, he was on Dr. Oz, that stupid show. I hate Dr. Oz. Yeah. Um, he's running for uh, politics right now, which shows what kind of guy he was in the first place. Yeah. Um, but here's the deal. He says, this is Steven Tyler on the show. He goes, you know who the new drug dealers are? They're doctors. The dealers aren't on the street. It's not a shady guy on the street. You know how many doctors I've gone to and I said, 
I'm in a 12-step program. I've been sober for, he goes, oh, good for you. On the way out, he says, you need something to sleep tonight? Dr. Oz laughs, and he says, gosh. And Steven Tyler goes, I'm, I'm trying to tell him that I can't take anything that's mood-altering, because if I do, I like to ride it. We all do, right? You get on a water ski, you want to go again next week. Kisser, I want to do it again. It's euphoric recall. It's not so odd. It's what humans, you know, we're all touchy-feely. Even those that say they're not and men that don't cry, they still want to be touched by their mothers. Skin is the biggest organ in the body, so we like that feeling of opiates, you know? No, oh, okay. Well, that went, Surprisingly that went kind of philosophical. Wide. Yeah. It, yeah. And it kind of is a, it wide. is kind of a philosophical quote, yeah. but it's, it's more of like a street kind of, approach to it and i i I got a lot of respect for steven tyler yeah yeah uh, making that point you know somebody like a celebrity being going on dr oz and saying the doctors are the drug dealers oh yeah you know and he was saying that in 2013 and look at him 10 years later yeah getting prescribed drugs and having to go to rehab now because doctors are the drug dealers look at michael jackson it's fucking shameful look at tom petty i mean look at the the uh, the the fentanyl that those guys were given were prescription. I, prescription I know, fentanyl. and I, that yeah. pisses me off to no end about uh, Dolores O'Riordan from the Cranberries, yeah. uh, t- uh, Tom Petty. They were all prescribed that stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not like they were scoring it on the street or whatever. They were doing what they were, like, prescribed, and their body couldn't handle it because it yeah. was uh, so intense. Anyway. They just give they just give people with money, Man. like, whatever they want. And that's, so it's, here's uh, another interesting unethical. point, though, I want to make before we uh, move on from the Aerosmith thing. Back in March, it was announced that Aerosmith drummer Joey Kramer take, took a temporary leave of absence. We were all kind of like, oh, what's going on there? No specific uh, reasons were given, but in light of this new details of Tyler's rehab, you might assume there was a tension and or concern in the band over his situation. So it wasn't described you know, at the time in March, but now in May, it's coming out that Steven Tyler's got to go into rehab. So maybe something was happening during those rehearsals. Uh, I don't know. We can only speculate. Could be. But we hope that Steven Tyler is going to stick with that rehab and do the right thing. Sounds like he's making the right choice. Yeah. And what's really cool. Good for him. Yeah. What's really cool is he's going to show up to that rehab and a barrage of of souped up dirt bikes. um, And he's going to have a chain with a giant in the the back and a little person sitting on his neck with a chainsaw. (laughs) And that's it. And that, Is that how it's going to go down? How it's going to go down? Yep. <laughs> Thank you for the follow. Uh, we're watching uh, uh, through my thing here. Uh, Tiffy's going to cry. Seventy nine. <laughs> Thank you. And I love that name. I, lo- I love that too. Tiffy's going to cry. Seventy nine. That's I'm awesome. So sorry, Tiffy. That's if, awesome. And, and for for Tiffy, um, if if you uh, if you just joined, <laughs> that was a reference to Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome <laughs> <laughs> that you missed about hey, ten she's minutes asking, before. Hey, how are it's like you? The second one. <laughs> Great. Thank you for We're hanging out. Great. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, reminder great. for everybody listening on the podcast, twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly. Tune in live with us. Chat with us. If yeah. you guys are a regular listener on the podcast, tune in and uh, give us a chat and chat live every uh, time we go live every week. Yeah. And to our new followers, good, um, the podcast, the Twitch thing is relatively new. We've been doing it for a couple of months now. But the podcast has been around for a while, and we're actually listened to in over 25 countries. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's it is we do have a a really big and nice and a, a you know solid following, um, but we just started doing this Twitch thing just recently. So give us some kudos, give us some love. You'll get to see some awesome commercials. 
uh, for some for some awesome products. And um, and I don't know, Curse. Do you think we could do the? Uh, uh, Who is that? Is that Charlie? Look at that I is Charlie. To, I Look at Charlie. Charlie dog, Charlie. Charlie dog, hanging out with us. Charlie dog, uh, one of our IT technicians. Podcast, but if you're listening, all the more reason to see our dog Charlie on Twitch. I know. Yeah. Come Send see our dog. Uh, um. Well, send me this guitar, <laughs> Charles. Check this out. Kurt Cobain's Fender Mustang sold yeah. for four point five million dollars. Yeah, that's a nice guitar. And here's the deal. I when I at face value, I read it. I said, okay, the owner of the Colts bought this guitar, uh, and he's. You know, apparently a collector. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't know that. You're gonna you're gonna elaborate in a minute. Mm-hmm. At face value, I was like, okay, the owner of the Colts bought this Kurt Cobain guitar, four point five million dollars. What's he gonna do with it? Yeah. I was thinking in my mind. Apparently, it's all going to charity. Jim Ursay, he's yeah. the owner and CEO of the NFL's Indianapolis Colts. The guitar, oh. it was originally listed with an estimate of six hundred thousand. They're like, oh, that's a, probably what they're gonna get for it. 4.5 million was the end. Uh, it caused a bidding war. I'm sure Post Malone was probably one of those guys oh, trying God, to get it, know. right? Yeah. You well, know it. Here's the cool part. In honor of Mental Health Awareness Month, the Kurt Cobain family is donating a portion of the proceeds of the legendary guitar and select Kurt Cobain items. They did a whole thing on him, like all kinds of stuff of his uh, that was official, to Kicking the Stigma. The Ursay's initiative to raise awareness about mental health disorders nice. and remove the stigma associated with these illnesses. Nice. Through grants and personal donations by the Ursay family, more than 16 million has been committed to local and national organizations to expand treatment and research, raise awareness in Indiana and beyond. That's it. Nice. So I got to give a, a shout out to him because there's not a lot of people in his position or people with his type of money and influence they're doing that type of stuff oh yeah yeah, yeah there needs sure. to be more jim ursays and people ceos of these types of people and he's right there in that area indiana they've been hit hard with the opioid uh crisis oh oh huge ohio oh, ohio is one of the biggest ones oh, you know yeah big time where's the ceos of these uh uh you know nfl companies that got a bunch of money they can do this kind of stuff make a nice gesture for mental yeah. health now we got kurt cobain's legacy associated with mental health awareness you know uh, after his suicide and i think that's that's a good thing so yeah good time i really like that so Uh, good for him yeah so uh jim ursay um just random random things so my buddy at work drew hart he brought a shirt to me this week from he went to like the world's largest guitar emporium where there's like 20,000 guitars or some ungodly number of guitars that's like out there and i with jealous so, rage. Yeah, apparently he's but, like he's got a, a whole collection, right? Yeah, but he was telling me we were talking about this, and he was telling me about, about when he dropped off the shirt, he was telling me about Jim Ursay, and he was like, Charles, you gotta look up this dude, Jim Ursay. And I looked him up, and this dude has like he's got like crazy guitars, like uh That's these awesome. beautiful Gibsons. Mm-hmm. Doesn't he have the, Jimi Hendrix guitar? He's got guitar? the Jimi Hendrix guitar, the the, the uh, one he I set on fire. The one that he set on fire. Um, at, wow. This guy has like this the amazing collection. It's, he's just that's that's like what he does, and, and he uh, and it's open, I guess. Yeah, to, people um, can go and appreciate yeah, and uh, appreciate actually it. look at these guitars. Yep. it's not like some dude not who's hoarding just hoarding them. Yeah, hoarding them yeah. and keeping them for a private collection. Yeah, so hats off, that's really uh, Jim cool. Ursay. And Jim Ursay, I know you're a big fan of the show. Send me a guitar. It doesn't <laughs> have to be a four point five million dollar guitar, but send me a <laughs> guitar. 
It's a serious uh, request. Debo has a Charlie dog, too. He said, my Charlie started looking oh, around yeah. to see who called him. <laughs> we also have Charlie. a Charlie. Hashtag mental uh, health awareness. Yeah, that's right. Charlie. Good stuff. No, that's awesome. All right, check this out. Yeah, I want to show you guys this video. That. There's a little video. We can't play too much of it. <gasps> Daisy. It may get uh, flagged for DMCA, but I want to play some of this. DMCA. Have you guys heard of this? Uh, the Rockin' 1000? Have you heard of that? Yeah. Oh, no. Um, I think I saw a video of them performing... Oh, Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes. That's right. Yeah. They've done Guns N' Roses, mm -hmm. The Who, Rage Against the Machine, okay. Pink Floyd, White Stripes, iconic songs. Yeah. They pick right. iconic songs, and basically they get a thousand drummers or a thousand guitar players to kind of do these songs together in unison, uh, and it's it's really cool. Yeah. So as you can tell from that photo, here's a photo from the event where every imagine how much time that took. For everybody to set up their drum set. Oh, yeah. A thousand drummers on the ground. Look at everybody's got like their own little square. It's kind of like sectioned off in a stadium. Yeah. It looks like it's a baseball stadium or some uh, something similar. That's crazy. That's pretty cool. So they, the, all those drummers had to bring in their own gear, haul it in there into the stadium, set it up in a little square, and then they get to do this like big jam session. And I want to show you guys the video. I have it queued up. And it's uh, in in honor of Taylor Hawkins and uh, Foo Fighters. So let me, cool. Let me cue it up here and check it out. You guys can check it out. Well, this is some of the downstairs. Oh my Yeah, you know it. That must have been loud. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, they have, like, oh, yeah. On. Well, look at all the singers, too. They have, like, they have a bunch of singers that are, like, little duos of singers. Look at that. That's a guitarist. That's pretty cool. It must be awesome hearing that from, like, a Imagine, That's a pretty away, fucking yeah. cool tribute. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. That's super powerful. Yeah, but that one person up there in the right... <laughs> that one lady right there is that singing the wrong note. Yeah, yeah, she ruined it. 995 is out of tune. <laughs> you fucked it up. You fucked the whole thing up. Alright, cool. We don't oh, want to get DMCA. Oh, yeah. DMCA. Sorry, first comeback. Comeback. My favorite hit uh, artist is from our DMC. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Hey! Oh no, you're good. Uh, is there so? Is there any way that we can break for a commercial and play the new? Oh, dude. Oh yeah. You want to hear? Can can we play Ball Jack Compadre? We need the Ball Jack Compadre. Edition. All right. You guys are in for it's a necessary. treat. Our new, one of our sponsors. All right, let's do it. And now a message from one of our sponsors. What for dinner, Jeb? Same thing as always, kid. Well, hell, refresh my memory now, Jeb. 
Always beans, Ted. Beans and corn in a jar, Ted. That's what we're doomed to eat on this dusty trail. And for breakfast tomorrow? Beans. And for lunch? Corn. And for a snack? Beans and corn. Just not as much. It's a snack, Ted. Well, hell! Welcome to the dusty trail, my friend. Shut up, Jeb. I'll tell you what. Ten years, Jeb. All we get is some goddamn beans and corn for rustling the herd day and night. You can real slowly, like, shove that dusty full jar of corn straight up your... Wait, someone's a-coming. Who the hell is you? Are you the dusty trailblazers I'm looking for? Who's asking, stranger? Balljack man is asking, compadres. Looking for trailblazers to quench that dusty thirst with my balljack. Partner, did you just say balljack? That's what he said, Ted. Shut up, Jeb. Looks like I showed up just in time. This blend of taurine and tiger's tears, caffeine, and the blood of a mango is just what you need to burk up your dusty trailblazing throats. Now I remember. I heard of you, mister. You turn worn out old cow dogs like us into hammer jacking trailblazing machines. Did he just say blood of a mango? You're goddamn right. America, now grab this ball jack. Open it wide up for your trusty trailblazing compadre there and give him a fat dose of this liquid ambrosia. Hell yeah. Tastes hot. Damn right. It better. It comes straight from my dusty trailblazing heart. Now giddy up, le chevalier. Huh? Shut up, Jim. And remember, my cow-poking compadres, you can reach over and grab your partner's ball jack anytime to quench that dusty trailblazing thirst after purchasing a load at your nearest convenience store. You mean convenience store, right? muchachos. Huh? We're saved. Look at him go. That dusty trailblazer. But he stole uh, beans and corn. What the hell? Then where's my wallet? Balljack, reach for it today. Wow, thank yeah. you, Balljack. Thank you, Balljack. Oh, I love our we sponsors. Love you. Man, thank you, Balljack. Thank you, Balljack. You know, they, they're such an honest company. You know, they, they, get, they get the real true grit. I think of the heartbeat, the pulse of America. They do, they you do, know. absolutely. Uh, and uh, and you know, whenever I whenever I'm feeling really down, uh, just emotionally, uh, Balljack just picks me up. Right. It just jacks me up. They're one of the, you, you know, they're, they're one of those com- uh, companies that yep. they truly care about. Absolutely. People, product. Let's move on. Uh, all right, Ozzy. Hopefully, he's gonna get better. Because he's awaiting neck surgery mm. off of something that happened way back in twenty, uh, excuse me, twenty two thousand three, almost twenty years ago, during an interview with Classic Rock for their three hundredth issue, they asked about his situation. He says, "quote I'm just waiting on some more neck surgery on my, uh, or excuse me, some more surgery on my neck. I can't walk properly these days. I'm having physical therapy every morning. I'm somewhat better." but nowhere near as much as where I want to be to get back on the road. When asked if he often thinks about mortality, Ozzy said, at FN73, I've done pretty well. I don't plan on going anywhere, but my time is going to come. Yeah. So, 
Nice. Sounds like he's got his, you know, like everything's, you know, in perspective, but that's really unfortunate. He's still dealing with that, <laughs> those neck problems from that ATV accident for damn near 20 years ago. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. And I mean, that was, it was during the filming of, uh, yeah, the Osborne show. Yeah, that was a sure. huge thing in the Osborne's yeah. after that. That's when he went on his pain medication like downward spiral. Yeah. In the 2005, 2006 era, he was all drugged out. And that was when he was like chasing the dog around, going like, oh, Sharon, look at this dog. Yeah. He's pooping everywhere. Having a horrible time. And, and it was funny. And it was almost like the producers were like kind of encouraging that. Like, oh, this is great. Ozzy's wow. all drugged out, kind of yeah. like. Uh, you know, Throw walking around ham. the house. Yeah, yeah. do some weird stuff. Put some, <laughs> yeah, put a pinata on the ground and see how he reacts. Maybe <laughs> he walked in there. Like, What's this pinata on the ground? What's yeah. going on here? Who the fuck I don't know, Dad. Sharing? I don't know what it is. They just put it there. You know, shit like that. Oh, I don't that was in the be very beginning of reality television. Oh, it was. You know, the Osbournes were like uh, some of the pioneers for that. I hate reality TV. I know. And thank you, thank you, Ozzy, for that. Who would have thought, you. though, that the king of darkness, Ozzy, would have been one of the pioneers of reality television? Yeah, somehow or another, bats were involved. Yeah. <laughs> like, they may have even caused, <laughs> they may even caused his ATV to go uh, over. He just threw a bat at Yeah. Him. Oh, God. They were like, get him now. Shit. All right. Yeah. They came back for revenge, and they got well, under get the Well, get better, Ozzy. Hopefully that surgery goes well. Mm-hmm. I thought this was hilarious and, and also sad at the same time. I hope it's all the best to you, uh, Ivan Moody. And I hope it was the eye with the little hand over it. Oh, yeah. That you ended up getting that get eye slapped injury with. on. But uh, <laughs> the, Simpson, the Simpsons always seem to like uh, get these things uh, uh, 20 years in advance. <laughs> yeah. You know how the Simpsons predicts the future, yeah. basically? This is just one another one of those instances where uh, you know they make a joke about it and it becomes reality. He looks like Kratos though. <laughs> he does. It's kind of yeah. working for him, he honestly. Looks like a cheesy Kratos. Cheesy Kratos. Yeah, a be real. Limp Bizkit Kratos. Kratos. Yeah, maybe Kratos if he just had a rough go at life, kind of just grew up in a homeless shelter, you know, and joined a new metal band in the <laughs> late nineties. If Boy. Kratos, you know, kind of got some tribal tattoos, Boy. you know, yeah. I would love to see. Hey, it looks maybe like he played. Got- Played got- JV football, you know. He, he, he liked he liked Creed. He liked, you know. Um, oh, this is a Pantera right fan that I'm seeing. You know, it looks like he got slapped in the eye with a laser too. Oh yeah. Unfortunately, he did, and he was exposed to a laser beam and got uh, smacked right in the eye with it. Laser smacked in the eye. Here's with an hand. actual God. photo of him. Aww. Um, oh. It was at the Ro- oh, Welcome to Rockville Festival. Uh, they were playing, and several uh, several minutes of video was shared online of him actually. He did some pretty cool, well, you know, this is uh, screenshots from that video. He went around to the ER thing and took a video, and he's like, hey, here I am hanging out with everybody in the ER. And he went through and he asked everybody, hey, what are you in here for? And he like, hey, I'm Ivan Moody. I'm from Five Year Death Punch. I got hit in the eye with a laser. And it was actually kind of funny. So oh, that's cool. That's he, cool. He was being nice. kind of cool about it. Uh, you know, it could have been worse. I'm sure he was kind of laughing, too, like, oh, man, you know, this is pretty stupid. Oh, yeah. But he says, quote, uh, have you ever stared at the sun or a light bulb and then you get that green light like it blackens yeah. out? Imagine yeah, yeah. that like times a thousand. They thought my retina was separated. That's how Whoa. bad it was. So it was actually really bad. So 
That's why they outlaw those things. We talk about it like uh, secondhand, like, oh, why don't we have cool lasers and cool stuff like they do in Germany and Europe and stuff, right? Yeah. Where it's not yeah. outlawed, right? Like at a Rammstein show or something. Yeah. Well, this is why. Because shit like this can happen. If you're a front yeah. man and you're all aggressive and you're not within the boundaries of the stage, that's what that's what can happen. Yeah. You know? Yep. So start wearing your ANSI-rated safety glasses, my friends. <laughs> you know what? My okay. rockin' friends. <laughs> or maybe, like, just a pair of, like, uh, snowboarding goggles, and you'll be totally safe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just do the show like that. No no big deal, right? Um, all right. Evanescence and their guitar player, Jen Majera. Majura? Jen Ma- Majura. Ma- Majura. Yeah. Uh, they parted ways this past Saturday, saying, quote, it's been a very special chapter in the band with our dear friend Jen we decided to go our separate ways. Mm. We'll always love her and support her and can't wait to see what she does next. They added two new people to the band that we actually got to interview, Charles, and I don't remember or don't know if you remember. I do remember both of these people. That's right. And they were yeah. some of the coolest people we got to interview. Yes. They were, they were very cool, very um, just uh, very professional, very respectful. Uh, Tim McCord and Emma Anzai so of crazy. Sick Puppies. They're they're the new bassist and guitarist of Evanescence. I think I think they are sick. The six puppies. I think that's the only picture where I'm actually in that picture because I think somebody took the picture. That's right. But for the other interviews, like I took the picture. But this is the the group that actually uh, that we interviewed for quite some time, and they felt like very warm and very kind of welcoming. Yeah, and, it was a cool. Yeah, it was a cool thing. And yeah, they're very just, cool. They retweeted us later, like on uh, That's right. on Twitter, Instagram around yeah. Halloween time. They're like, "Hey guys," because we had a pumpkin on the table, and they're like, "Hey, thanks for the interview," or something along those lines. That's awesome. Yeah. It was really cool. Was, uh, they were just really cool people. So just want to cool. give them a shout out. Cool. You know, hey, nicely done, nicely done, guys. Um, all right, check this out. This is a cool a auction. Oh, just speaking, talking about Pinsir. Speaking of uh, sending Charles a guitar, <laughs> how about you go on Vinnie Paul's auction and you buy Charles Ooh. the guitar and then you send it to him? There you go. Uh, you can buy this one that was actually used by Dimebag Daryl. Oh, I need that jacket. Ooh, is that a box? Pretty one? awesome. That's rough. Look at this. Vinnie Paul's Playhouse How neon sign. We got drum. Look at Jim Ursay is going to get that guitar. Got the original sure. drum set here. One of Pantera's stu- uh, drum sets that he converted to a Hell Yeah wow. drum set. Whoa. Um, so that's, that's pretty cool. Dope. That's the one of the ones he used during reinventing the steel uh, for Pantera and turned it into a drum set for Hell Yeah. Amazing. Um, so check it out. There's all kinds of memorabilia. I want that jacket. I know there's like a robe there. I really, you know, awesome. it's oh, like yeah. a like a boxing like a robe. boxing robe. Yeah, and then there's all That's kinds crazy. of backstage passes. His boots. Yeah, his hat. Hat. Some original like slot machines that he, he apparently had. Wow, that's, that's fucking nuts. cool. I like that guitar. That uh, is some cool. some uh, platinum guitar. records, uh, drum set, you know, all kinds of stuff. If you're a Vinnie Paul fan, uh, excuse me, <sighs> Vinnie Paul, Paul fan. fan, you could be Vinnie a Vinnie Paul, Paul fan, fan Paul or a Vinnie Paul fan. Mm. Either one. Pan or fan. You could be a pan or a, or a fan. fan. Yeah. Uh, but Vinnie or Paul uh, has his auction going on, excuse me, from May 26th through Sunday, June 5th. Okay. If, if you guys mm. want to check that out, it's on Backstage Auctions. So that's a subsidiary of Reverb.com. You go to Reverb.com, you could trade musician gear, right? Yeah. Reverb.com, uh, this is Backstage au- Auctions where it's like legit stuff from people in big bands oh yeah if you have stuff that you want to sell you're a member of x band you go to backstage auctions and it's all certified it comes with a certificate of authenticity yeah it says vinnie paul owned this kick drum and you'll have a certificate 
and you get the kick drum. So just pretty make, cool. Just make sure when you're Googling this um, to type in the U in auctions and don't type in backstage actions because that's a porn site. Mm. Just make sure that you don't. A good, a good point. Make sure you don't go there. Don't go there. Don't go there. Uh, all right, mm. check this out. Verzwire. Verzwire. Have you heard of them? No. no. Well, it's brand new. That's why. Aliens? Blink-182. Nope. The other guy from Blink-182. Oh. Mark Hoppus. He's teamed up with others to launch this new company, Versewire, and it's it's a really cool company from what I understand here. It utilizes a venture capital approach to help artists make money and grow their business right. without going into debt while doing so. Okay. It's going to help artists with distribution, sponsorships, artist development, and web strategy. So Mark Hoppus uh, kind of said, so many times label will sign something that's hot, hope they can get a hit, and then move on quickly. We want to go back to, okay, you're a band starting out, what do you need? What can we bring to you? How can we make this thing blow up? That's cool. Like Opposite that. of a major label, artists will participate immediately in revenue streams and keep majority ownership of their masters. Isn't that cool? That's dope. Yeah. Mark Hoppus, uh, cancer survivor, right? Yes. Yeah, like, oh, it's crazy. This is his awesome. first venture since Stage then. Stage four cancer survivor, He's also too. teaming up with Pete yeah. Wentz, a fallout boy, and this industry uh, lady. She's uh, awesome. I forget her name, and she's she here in the tough. quote. I know, right? She looks like a badass. Yeah. And she's like, quote, the countless tech solutions that allow artists to make extra money have merely been a band-aid. No one has fixed the root of the problem that unfavorable deals do not allow artists to make money on their own music. True. In witnessing my closest friends put the back burner or excuse me, put on the back burner or trapped within the deals that they sign while going bankrupt, I didn't feel like anyone out there was providing the right solution to artists. Yeah, rather an iteration of the same archaic business model we've seen fail artists time and time again. Oh yeah. I decided to build Versewire with an incredible team to re-envision the industry and provide musicians with an alternative that's truly created with their well-being and careers as the priority. Love it. Huge fan. Very cool, right? Huge fan. Uh, her name is Sherry. Uh, I didn't get her last name. I think I cut and pasted some of the article it's here. It's just Sherry. It's Joyce Joyce. <laughs> That's it. Pete There's Wentz no said, name. I've been a fan of Sherry and Sherry. what she's done for years and look forward to be part in the Versewire's journey. It's going to be awesome. So nice. good for them. Uh, keep an eye out for that. And it's a really cool thing for a lot of uh, up-and-coming artists out there. Um, all right. Real quick, I want to give a in-memoriam shout-out to uh, one of my friends and uh, a good guy that was uh, kind of taken away too soon at the age of 38. I uh, kind of grew up with him when I started in radio in 2005. Uh, Tim was one of the first guys there at uh, Hot 104.7, Hot 105. He was uh, one of the overnights guys. He worked from 9 p.m. to midnight, and I started out from midnight to 6 uh, a.m. And so we had the transitional time where I'd come in, and he was leaving. And he always... It was funny. He did this thing, the show called The Love Jams, where it was like these slow love jam type things. I remember uh, that. On an R&B station. Yeah. And he actually had candles inside the studio. Oh, that's I'll, cool. I'll never forget that. And he would light, light a couple candles in there, and he'd take requests. He'd do the whole deal. He was really into it, and he was an awesome guy. He was almost a semi-pro surfer before radio, um, and he met just tons of artists. He met Kendrick bef uh, on Kendrick's debut album, uh, back before anyone knew who Kendrick was. Like he, uh, he was one of the first ones to interview him, like in 2008 or something crazy. Oh, wow! Oh. you know, before Kendrick was anybody, 
and uh and tim just had that legacy of just being a cool guy approachable guy he was my gamer dude he's the one who got me into pc gaming no huh. way yeah he was the guy who's like why are you still on console man what are you doing paying 60 dollars a year for uh, well, xbox live and all that stuff he's like you need to get on pc now. gaming so uh you know he's the one who got me on twitch he's the one who got me on all that stuff wow he was the he was the guy um, yeah and I've I've shared that knowledge and love and all that cool stuff from him since then. So shout out to Tim. We shout miss out. you, man. Uh, taken away too soon at the age of thirty-eight. Um, Tim Goodson. And he uh, he I mean probably ninety percent of my friends on social media aren't Chris's friends. Hey, Debo remembers the love jams. Yeah. Yeah, and um, you saw a bunch of stuff, right? Oh yeah, 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 big time. And even though that's the case, like I saw this dude made a huge impact. Like all of a sudden on my social media, it was like everyone was giving shout outs. And so he he was a he was a huge figure in this community and, and it he seemed really like was. he made a huge impact really on a lot of people. Yep. Uh, and you never know how many people you affect. He leaves behind a family. He had uh, a son that was 10 or 11 years old, oh, you know, uh, yeah. a daughter that was 13, 14, 15 very passionate about dancing a wife that was overworked as a nurse yeah uh, and took care of him till the very end uh his family is out there for our candlelight vigil this past wednesday uh we're playing a tribute on all of our stations that i put together um this memorial day weekend to just kind of pay tribute to him wonderful um it's, awesome. the, le- it's the least we could do yeah um, and i want to thank everybody who came out to the candlelight vigil and everyone else who's just been involved in his life in any sh- way, shape, or form. And listen to um, 104.7 on Sunday? Well, no. You can listen to 105.7 The Bear, 104.7, uh, 1480 KYOS, oh. 97.5 KBX, uh, 96.3 KUBB. We're playing them on all stations this weekend. Nice. I, I don't just have it on hot. I have it on all stations. Awesome. We're, we're sharing memories. Me, Dave, Angie, Ray. Uh, Jason, we all recorded stuff, uh, our memories with Tim, and we all uh, shared some stuff for you guys this weekend, so tune in. Awesome. Mm. Tim and him? Yep. Hats off to you, man. Yep. Um, All right. Another um, big loss in the music community. What? Andy Fletcher. He was the founding member, and he served as the band's manager and spokesperson. He was like the main guy for Depeche Mode. Wow. So very sad that he passed away at the age of 60 which is uh, to me a very early age as well yeah um i just started getting this guy into defense damn, mode it's just crazy man. oh yeah i started i just started getting lalo into they were mode. i mean you know yeah. personal jesus uh i mean all that stuff i mean those are the big hits but depeche mode was so influential in that new wave 80s like dark wave uh synth uh you know Man, they were just like a t- totally unique band. Uh, and yeah, he passed away at the age of 60. Um, well, says, bummer. quote, Fletch had a true heart of gold, always there when you needed support, lively conversation, a good laughter, a cold pint. So I like those those kind of statements. He was just sound like a good guy. Yeah, that's young, um, too. I know, 60, right? Yeah. And we lost another one, Ray Liotta. No, no. Yep, that's we right. did lose Ray no. Liotta. Ray yep. Liotta. Ray Liotta passing yeah. away at the age of 67. Super young. I mean, yeah, to me, that seems young. Like in the 60s, man, we're losing these guys left and right. Yeah. Uh, and apparently he passed away in the Dominican Republic. He was filming a movie 
called Dangerous Waters, no pun intended, living up to its name. According to TMZ, no foul play is suspected, but he passed away in his sleep while wow. filming a movie in the Dominican Republic. So that is crazy. totally nuts. No. My, fa- you know, my well, favorite yeah. Ray Liotta scene uh, out of all of his movies is actually the scene from Hannibal when Hannibal is feeding no. him his own oh, brain. Oh, that yeah, one. that's a good one. I, lo- I love good that. Good choice. I love that that scene. My, yeah. se- my favorite scene is probably when he's... Uh, on his ultimate downward spiral in Goodfellas, where oh, he's yeah. snorting a huge line of coke, and he's about to have a heart attack as his wife's like in the hospital, about to have a child or something. Oh and he's yeah, like getting that bag together, and he just looks like a total mess. Yeah, uh, he was he was an, an awesome actor, though. I mean, honestly, all that aside, he truly was an iconic. Uh, you know, he's up there with Al Pacino. You know, Robert yeah. De Niro. Oh, yeah, big time. To me, he's that type of a, a, an intense, really good actor. Uh, and we'll miss him. Uh, just very sad. Yeah. But, you know, of, I, yeah. I got to say, I want to go in my sleep. You know, that's that sounds like, you know, if, if you got to go, you don't have to struggle. And it was maybe like you thought it was a dream or something. Or yeah. You kind of, you, you're stuck in that middle state of... I could do that for you if you want. <laughs> well, <laughs> just let me know. Yeah, if I'm ever in a, a, a terminal cancer pain and I have, you know, maybe an appendage bleeding out and I'm going to die within minutes. Or yes. Just like a bad hangover. Yeah, or, or just n- having, you know, maybe not that. Or you just give me a call <laughs> on a Sunday night and you're like, Charles, come on over. I'll, I'll take care of it. All right. All right. Let's get to some, uh, some rock and roll history. Uh, birthday. We got some, birthdays. Yeah, we got some news. Yet. We got birthdays. Let's do it birthday time. Uh, we don't have music yet. God, Rock birthdays of the week. There we go. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. Yeah. All right. That's not. Um, that's our music. That's not what it should be. That's our music. Uh, let's see. Uh, Oh, Debo twenty four twelve says no sound. Yeah, because we don't have sound. Because there's no there's no audio file. There. <laughs> it sh- there should be, but there's not. <laughs> oh. Uh, are yeah, we got, isn't that great? We have sound now. Yeah, no, there's sound. Debo, there's just no sound on the transition right. because Debo, oh, okay. I didn't do it. Twelve, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't done it. Says Karina Karina with Whoopi Goldberg was a favorite. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Guitar Forty Nine said, "Did you guys say backdoor Auckland?" Um, and then Tiff's going to cry. Seventy Nine said, "The oh. one with the system of down shirt is oh my god, yeah, heart shape." I know, I saw that. Oh, the Rock Birthdays transition doesn't have the podcast mics on it, so we didn't have sound. Okay. Oh, okay. So gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. So on that transition scene, we did not have sound on the mics. All yeah, right. yeah. We're, we got to update that one. I did. I did sounds. <laughs> you guys didn't hear it, but I didn't did sounds. It. I was like, rock. Okay, don't do, job, don't do it again. Don't do it again. No, 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 no. No, it's the birthdays. Or rock birthdays. <laughs> rock birthdays. Yeah, there you go. All right, take it over, Charles. There you go. All right, Chris Novoselic, the tallest guy in the music industry. Do you know that Chris Novoselic is, is he's seven he, foot nine? Whoa. He should be slam yeah. dunking basketballs, but he looks like a very yeah. clumsy man. <laughs> yeah, no. he could not do that. He is seven foot nine, going on seven foot thirteen. He just hit a growth spurt when uh, they did. Never mind. He's I'm still starting growing. to feel that hairline because that's what's happening to me. That's me too. I'm dude, already there. 
that that is some real shit right yep. there. Yeah, and that, that's that's what it's like getting he's, old. He's keeping it real. Uh, but he's actually not that old. He's only fifty-seven years young. I know. Oh, and uh, right. and he's probably like, hey, why isn't my base selling for four point six million fucking dollars? <laughs> yeah. Well, because you're still alive. And you're an awesome dude. Don't change that, Chris Novoselic. Yeah, maybe when you pass away in 20 years, Don't change that. then yeah. it'll be worth that. Yeah. And it could go to a charity, right? Yeah. We can only hope that yeah. anything we own could be worth that much and go to a charity to provide so much good. I'll go ahead and say 30 years and send me a bass guitar, sir. He will not do that. Whoa, look at uh, Robert, Robert Fripp. Fripp. And it looks like... He's you looking know, good. And, and this is like one of Chris's all-time favorite bands. It is. King, King Crimson. It is. Um... It's also one of Danny Carey from the drummer from Tool's favorite bands. Yeah. Uh, King Crimson. Uh, he is 76, and he looks like a Robert Fripp. And he, he honestly, he, he dresses like that for every yeah. single show. Especially yeah. Fripp. Fripp is really, I'm getting I know, that's a vibe. very, yeah. um, like a UK, British yeah. kind of. Oh, it is. Right? Robert Fripp. It, it goes Fripp. with his kind Robert of like. Robert Fripp, isn't it? When we have a like, breakfast, Robert Fripp, we're yeah. having he is such a cool, like, audio uh, fucking guy. Like, he, like, that whole, like, uh, thing behind him there of all his processors and audio uh, mm-hmm. fun stuff, he's just known for that since the 70s. Yep. And he's always had that kind of, he sits on a stool. He doesn't oh, he stand, does? Yeah, he doesn't stand up and play. He sits on a stool the entire time for the show. Oh, very like Gautier. And he's able to eat his pudding after every show because he eats his meat. It's right. I was thinking more like hot That's That's the requirement. Different band, but same requirement. Same requirement. Yep. Uh, All right. There you go. Look at this photo. Burden Allen. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sinister. Keyboardist from Matahoople. I love it. Uh, 78. Uh, He looks like he is just in agony right here. Like like he's he looks oh, like absolutely. he's inhaling a ghost. This is I've after... been possessed by the ghost of Paimon. <laughs> 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 by the ghost of Paimon. I don't know. Yeah. I just picked a, he's a like, satanic deity, you know, out of the top of my head. I don't he's know. like, Ball Jack gives you semi-wings. Semi-wings. He's got, he's got the V. <laughs> he's got a V going up and everything. Like, uh, But lo- don't... Where are the it. band names like this? Matha Where, Where, Mata-hoople. you know, everybody's like, oh, the the sneakers. Oh, we're like a uh, folding table. Uh, we're like yeah. uh, wireless battery. Yeah. Where's Mott the Hoople? Who's thinking of band names like that? We need more like Dr. Seuss. Fagundus, uh, slippity slurp. It is like a Dr. I like Seuss this kind of name. That's a good one. It I is. think just Fagundus is a good one. Come on now. Yeah. 78 right. years young, buddy. Happy birthday. All right. Oh, Gary oh, Peterson. Who? He's the drummer from the Guess Who. I... Not the Who, but Guess Who. Uh, he is 77 years old, and man, you should not be drumming. Yeah. Well, um, hopefully it'll keep him fit. You let's the let's well, be he has positive a sweatband. that maybe it'll he, trim trim some pounds off of old Gary. So Gary Peterson, um, I'm kind that of that was the I'm, most recent photo I could find. I'm still angry at you for selling dinosaur embryos. What? Uh, yeah, yeah, Are yeah. Are you talking about absolutely. Jurassic Park? Yes. As he's is, he, <laughs> is that a Jurassic Park reference? <laughs> it's a Jurassic Park what? reference. And we thought that that you is got not that in- Gary Pe- Peterson, <laughs> Charles. <laughs> Dinosaur embryos. Really? I'm upset with you, sir. I caught that. All right. <laughs> I did. Let's move on. Newman. Gee, of course. 
Tommy Chong, a comedian from the Cheech and Chong movies. He is He's also a badass Whoa. guitar player, and, so I wanted to include him today. Oh, yeah. He's amazing. So, he's not and a rock and roller. He but. is going to, I swear to God, Tommy Chong is going to live until he's like 120. Oh, yeah. There's like no way that we're going to be like. Yeah, but oh, weed, no weed's going to kill you and make you a fucking oh, loser. Yeah. Look at him like looking like a little cherub angel in his no. 80s. Yeah, he does look like a cherub angel. he smoked angel. weed probably more than anyone ever. Yeah. And he looks just a very normal, happy happy guy Yeah, in his late 80s. Well, mid 80s. Yeah. 84. At that conference, he was like, you know what? Dave is here. And then look at this guy Dave's who's in his here. 50s and he looks like oh. he can't even see. In no. front of him. Well, it's because he, he got a plum thrown at that <laughs> right like eye. Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Look, he got he's got a the squint. We should make that a meme. Yeah. And be like, happy birthday, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. And it's a picture of Noel no Gallagher. <laughs> he's the guitarist. You have to like, poorly like, crop a cowboy hat on him. He is 55. He's got the big enough head there, dude. You could totally put a cowboy hat yeah. on him. Yeah. And he would not, it wouldn't even matter. Yeah, oh, you gotta well, do I, always, I, I keep mistaking him for a number two pencil. Man. Like, <laughs> I think that. <laughs> He's got a, quite an eraser head on there. I think that um, that the, I'm the jealous eye, of that hairline. the squinty eye is from um, Liam throwing the plum at him. Dude, I know, right? I think We're that's squeezing lemon juice in his eye. Yeah. Uh, but I'm jealous of that hairline. Good for you, Noel, at 55. I love it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not jealous of your sight. Because it looks like you cannot see he's, he's the, the camera in squint. front of you, which yeah. is literally five feet in front of you. Yeah, so. Noel, Noel Gallagher, a.k.a. Squinty McGee. <laughs> Go to guitarist. the optometrist. Use that money for good. <laughs> get that LASIK. Maybe get some LASIK. Get some LASIK. All right, check this guy out rocking oh, out. Oh, I love him. Fuck John yeah, Fogarty. I play my guitar. I live my life. Oh, Here's yeah. a weird jacket. I'm wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> He's the singer guitarist of Creedence Clearwater Revival, and he is 77 years young. Mm -hmm. And he just looks like he's just having a grand old Isn't time. Isn't he just having yeah. the best time of his yeah. life? And I love his guitar. There's just I guys like it. that. He's just like, I don't know. That's it's an amazing like the, guitar. The funnest fun time. <laughs> Jack yeah. is very confusing. Exactly. He's it is confusing. A... There seems like a peace sign there and maybe a... Uh, there's the McDonald's Moon Man over here. <laughs> yeah. like a mystical uh, The late night Moon Man. And then we have uh, some roses here. Uh, yeah. And I don't know what's going on here on that. That fun, seems like some satanic verses. Oh, fun good. fact about him, uh, he always has that look on his face. It, right. It, no matter what. Yeah, even if he's ordering like a burger at McDonald's. That's actually and he's a always super wearing song, that jacket. That's a super sad song he's playing. It's, oh, it, yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh, my dog just died. And he's super happy about it. <laughs> Those look like fish scales around the collar. He's stuck in right? Levi again. Th that's actually a death that? metal band name. Fish scales are on the no, collar? No, it, that's a death metal band. You can't tell. It's a oh. Satan's Service. Oh, yeah. You can't see that. But Knights the fonts and Satan's Service. Yep. It's Knights and Satan's Service. No, supposedly they were just driving around and thought Kiss would be a fun name. Yeah. It's totally not Knights and Satan's Service at all. What do you, <laughs> no. what do you mean? No. I just thought it was Kiss, but we yet capitalized these letters for some reason. Before before we go to uh, uh, totally before harmless. we go to trivia, can we do one more commercial for our oh, hell yeah. our fans? All right, which one? Are um, we, doing? All right. we so oh, our oh, okay, my choice. Yes. Yeah. Right. Let's do it. We're gonna do we're gonna do hand <gasps> Oh, I love yeah. this message from one of our sponsors. I, I can't wait to see this. New York City, 1929. The air is thick with crime, dirt. Grit and passion. He walks alone, 
You know that, Jack? With a side. But who walks alone, Nancy? With a side of pickles, Jack. Damn it, Nancy! Who walks alone? This fall, there's a new hope on the streets for the innocent and a new threat to the guilty. I work alone, Johnny. No need to drag you along like a side of fries. Yeah, detective? I know you like to go lean, but sometimes you gotta double down, get beefy. Remember, we're a team. There is no team. After a life-threatening disaster leaves Detective Angus's face horribly scarred, but his cognitive abilities increase, giving him incredible foresight into hindsight. I see it, Nancy. What did you see, Johnny? Tortilla Face will most likely strike again, as he did before. My God! You'll see that again in 15 seconds, Nancy. I predict it, because that rat bastard left another clue. What is it? He played us like the drums, Nancy. He left his calling card at the scene of the crime. A slipknot. My God! A menace lurking in the shadows finds an arch nemesis and hamburger man. They call him the savior of this city. What do they call you, boff? Psychosocial. His existence and mine, a duality, if you will. Or as hamburger man would say it, the devil and I. What do we do now, boss? We wait, henchman. We wait and bleed. Ronald Snargetson as Detective Angus. My face, like a monkey, threw up into a meat grinder. That's why I fight greasy. Tiddly Sweeney Doo as Nancy Groucho. It doesn't matter, Johnny. I love you. I love your ugly mug. And Benedict Cumberbatch as Tortilla Face. It all goes down tonight, Detective. Santa Maria, you're ugly. And that comes from a man whose face looks like Freddy Krueger's kneecaps. Hamburger Man and Tortilla Face. The Reckoning. That's a good. That's a good uh, band name. Freddy Krueger's kneecaps. Freddy Krueger's kneecaps was my heavy metal band in oh, 19, yeah. 1995. Yeah. yeah, good old Freddy Krueger's little Avatar esque uh, Swedish death metal band. <laughs> Freddy Freddy Krueger's kneecaps. <laughs> All right, we got some birthdays to get, or uh, some trivia to get to. We oh, already yeah. birthdays. Yeah. Let's do the trivia. Okay, guys, ready? Those of you who are still following us in the chat. In rock and roll history, trivia. All right. So, yes, it is time for this week in rock and roll history trivia. Let's get to it. Oh, my God. Uh, there we go. There we go. This week in rock and roll history trivia, guys, in 1967, all right, this musician takes delivery of his Rolls Royce Phantom that had a controversial psychedelic paint job. Sick, it's fucking awesome, right? Yeah. Oh. 
Check this out. This was That's one of amazing. a kind. That's totally, cool. totally unique in 1967. What musician had this done? Was it A, Keith Richards, B, John Lennon, C, Sid Barrett, or D, David Cocaine Crosby? <laughs> oh, what do you guys think? What's the guess? Uh, Lalo, you go first. Oh, man. What's the year again? 1967. Okay. So, I know I start every every trivia answer with this, but I would go with David Cocaine Crosby. Would it not be for the fact that he was notoriously known for snorting pixie dust off of, you know... I actually think he got his license revoked around this time. Pixie probably dust. couldn't buy a car. So, I don't, oh, I, don't okay. see how, I don't see how it could be his. Yeah, okay, we can rule him out. Something is telling me John Lennon. Something is telling me. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go with John guess. Lennon. I mean, any of these, it was right around that time. Sid Barrett was still in Pink Floyd. Yeah. Keith Richards in the Rolling Stones. John Lennon uh, for the Beatles. Uh, Charles, what do you think? Uh, I'm going with David Cocaine Crosby. Oh, okay. Cocaine Crosby? Okay. Yeah. That's the, I'm that's rolling with it, man. Uh, I'm rolling with here. it. Okay. Okay. Dave, David Cocaine Crosby. And uh, Lalo is saying any, John Lennon. Any of our folks in the chat have a guess? I don't think we have anybody in here with a guess. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. You've got no. to stop typing. No. How dare you? How dare you? You've no longer typed responses to you us. disappoint me. no longer responded to you. Possibly, you fool. Let's reveal it. Let's, let's reveal. Just, let's the big reveal. reveal. All right. It dun, actually dun, dun. is... <gasps> John Lennon. Yes! Oh, you got it, dude. In 1967, here's the story behind it. Inspired by the psychedelic direction of the band's music uh, for the new album, which was Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Uh, quite clearly, a gypsy caravan is what he was going here uh, mm. for. Lennon tasked the firm with not with doing a radical number on his Rolls Royce. Coded first with a shade of not-so-mellow-yellow, artist Steve Weaver then first hand-finished the Phantom with a combo of Romany swirls, floral motifs and a zodiac sign for mm. good measure All right. then the day before the release of the groundbreaking album sergeant pepper's lonely heart uh, club band one a kind of a vehicle was actually finished right before the album's released when it was shown to the world the tabloids trashed it the establishment was metaphorically sick in its own mouth and <laughs> lennon loved it he was like you know he was it was a pretty punk rock thing to uh yeah do that type of a thing to a Rolls Royce. They thought it was a disgrace, you know? The Over establishment the top. was metaphorically sick in his own mouth. <laughs> Over the top, sure, but the Phantom was also everything Lennon wanted. Extravagant, unique, disruptive, like the best art should be. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. So, and let's take another look at that. I thought he did a pretty awesome job. Oh, I love it. That's that very so punk sick. rock. Yeah. I gotta say, before that was a thing, before punk rock was punk rock. Oh yeah, taking an establishment car like a Rolls Royce and making your own type of uh, paint job on there, uh, in a very extravagant, professional way, is pretty awesome. Yeah, so, I love it. It's amazing. That's How much that, did that sell know, for? Yeah, I know, right? It's actually in a museum. Oh, it is. So it's not gonna be sold ever, but maybe. Who knows? It's in the British Columbia Museum of Fine Arts or something or other. So there you go. Uh, all right. We got some more trivia for you guys. Ooh. This week in 1970, the original guitarist of this band plays his last show with the band he co-founded this week in 1970. 
Ultimately, he leaves the band and then joins a religious cult. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. What band was it? Was it A, Fleetwood Mac, B, Jefferson Airplane, C, The Yardbirds, or was it D, David Crosby's Cocaine Cult Extravaganza? Oh, Short-lived man. band, but uh, very cult, cult-centered. cult You gotta cult throw that. You gotta throw that monkey wrench in there. I know. You never know. David. Never, it was, you know, it was a wild time. Yeah. David Crosby's Cocaine Cult Extravaganza. Um, I actually remember this. Uh, but this actually happened around 1980, not 1970, so oh, we could no rule that kid. out. No yeah, kid. and at the time, All David right, Crosby right. did convince about 900 of his followers to drink Kool-Aid, but that's all it was. It was just Kool-Aid. Are you convinced? It was nice, uh, con- uh, refreshing Kool-Aid. Mixing this up with the Jim Jones. Um, no, 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 no. No, because David Crosby just gave them all Kool Aid, and it was it nice, was just nice Kool Aid, ice cold, refreshing Kool Aid. Ice cold, refreshing. Okay. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and every all of them were expecting like this whole death thing to happen. Yeah, like, not like the lukewarm. But it just they tempered Kool Aid. Like, oh, that Jim Jones gave everyone. Yeah, and it was like a perfect blend of Kool Aid and sugar. Mm-hmm. It was like in water. It was like it was just perfect, and they were like, "Oh my god, this is so good!" I remember when that happened. And then oh. they all joined the cult. Yeah, no, no, no. They were in the cult before. They were already That's in what it. keeps and them in the cult. Served ah. them nice, ice cold, refreshing Kool Aid. That's how you keep them in the cult. Yeah, you, you serve them refreshing cult. drinks. Yeah, and it was That's the cult of Vaganathon. No, right. It was the cult of Vaganathon. Well, you know. Vaganathon, the yeah, merciful. Cthulhu's, uh, Cthulhu's nephew. You know, the yeah. he's got a big cousin. family. Yep. Uh, I'm going with Fleetwood Mac. Okay. A okay. Fleetwood Mac. I'm going with the Yardbirds. The Yardbirds. The Yardbirds. 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 There's no way they turned out okay. Here's a picture of him. Ooh. Tell who it is from the picture. He he looks a very (laughs) Jesus-y. He's looking a very Very Messiah-y. Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. 1970 guitarist Peter Green. That's him. Before he lost it. That's before? While he was losing it. More of an appropriate term. Yeah. It's like a during. Yeah, that was that was during that time. Oh yeah. This is a picture from one of the last Look at shows. Him go. He played with the band. Uh, yeah. So Peter, uh, this is an interesting story. We're gonna talk about the whole story. Here's a picture of Peter Green. Now. Oh. Okay. This is him now. Yeah, as you can tell, he's kind of taking down a a, a trip past life. Taking down a watch. He's a got notch. the uh, the old. Uh, yin and yang headband there Hmm. so he formed Fleetwood Mac he was the founding member I mean he was back there in 1967 all that good stuff right he rapidly blossomed as a songwriter all that good stuff he was very very good he was like truly an inspirational and uh, creative member of that band He, he formed Fleetwood Mac to what they would be in the future but the problem was he was a very like schizophrenic, drug addicted kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad combination. Yeah, it's kind of like cult. Sid Barrett with, um, um, you know, Pink Floyd. I look at Peter Green and Sid Barrett kind of the same way. That once they took acid, they kind of um, went the wrong way. Maybe, yeah, they went know, and never so came to back. Speak. Yeah, uh, and it all happened while touring in Europe in late uh, March of 1970. Uh, he joined the party of a cult named High Fitch commune mm. during which he took LSD. Kind of Yeah, that's what the I was musician saying. went to that party with a roadie named Dennis Keene, mm. who later returned to the band's hotel 
the, to explain that he would not leave the commune. Wow. You imagine that, the roadie coming back to Fleetwood Mac, and he's the roadie, and he's like, yeah, uh, Peter's over there, and he's not coming back. He says he wants to stay there. And he says, following his spiritual experience, Fleetwood Mac icon decided to leave the band for good, talk to his bandmates about his decision. Final performance was on May 20th, 1970, and the original member left for good, pursuing a solo career. Wow. He never came back to Fleetwood Mac. Wow. Here's the other interesting part. Jeremy Spencer, who was also in Fleetwood Mac, became a member of a religious cult. Wow. In 1971. The next year. Oh, man. No way. Yeah. Um, He quietly withdrawn from the band. Um, He started during a tour in the U.S. in 1971. Started questioning his life, you know, kind of maybe going through a crisis. Struggled with some mental health issues at the time. And Stevie Nicks? It all exploded when the band's arrival in L.A. on February 15, 1971. For a scheduled performance at the Whiskey A Go-Go, he left his hotel room and informed Mick Fleetwood that he would uh, visit a bookshop on Hollywood Boulevard. The next thing the band knew, their guitar player was missing and the show had to be canceled. Wow. For a couple of days, he was nowhere to be found, and they later found out that he joined the religious cult named the Children of God, with which he was still affiliated. He's still affiliated? Furthermore, the musician didn't want to be involved in anything related to Fleetwood Mac and refused to rejoin the band despite their manager's insistence on his return. Mm. During numerous interviews, the rocker insisted that he wasn't brainwashed into joining the cult. It was his choice to leave the band, which was the right thing for him. However, Spencer didn't forget, or excuse me, didn't forget to mention that he was, he didn't arrange his departure properly, but he explained that he had no choice as he felt desperate. Mm. Isn't that weird, though? Gotcha. I mean, what do you think of all that? Lalo, you looking back on some (laughs) of these bands that you had no idea were part of members of religious cults, Fleetwood Mac, now you know two of their members like left to go to a religious cult in the 1970s. How do you feel about that? Honestly, I'm more surprised that it wasn't the Yardbirds, just like based on the name, the Yardbirds. (laughs) Um... Man, I okay. I'm not only confused as to why he's still affiliated with them. Is wait, okay. Is Peter Green still with those guys? None of them are. Okay, it's none of them are. Jeremy Spencer and Peter Green don't want to be in any. It says um, he joined the religious cult with the Children of God, which he's still affiliated with them, but he doesn't want to be. Affiliated with Fleetwood Mac in any way. Mm. Oh, okay. So he's go back like, up to his picture, can you? Yep. You yep, mind? Yep. Yeah, he's not even playing the guitar at this point. Yeah, he's just holding. Like it. he's just he's caressing it. Yeah. He's just randomly putting this his fingers in some places. Wants me to do. He's yeah. whispering it. Sweet. He didn't even remember how to play guitar at this point. Okay, we got another uh, <gasps> trivia question. We do. Yep. On this day or this week in 1978, this musician performs for the last time. With his original band. Hmm. Who was it? Was it A, Eric Clapton, B, Ace Freely, C, Keith Moon, or D, David Crosby and the Crazy Cocaine Kookaburras? Ooh. That was an Australian band. I love that band. The Kookaburras, an Australian native animal, and David Crosby kind of went down south in the Aussie time in 1978. Yeah. A a whole tour on that. What do you guys think? Hmm. 
God, I love David Crosby during his Australian phase. That was a wild time. I loved it, and I love Australia, and I he love would our just Australian fans. sit on the fans. back of a, um, uh, a, what do you call it, the uh, kangaroo. Yeah. It just sit on the back of a kangaroo during the duration of the show. <laughs> just a <laughs> out kangaroo. And he'd fight whatever random, crazy fucking animal popped out of the woodwork. That's how he trained. In the wilds of Australia. By the, did I did I mention that I love our Australian uh, audience members? Uh, thank you. you. We, we love, love you your guys. Accents. Uh, I am going to say uh, Lalo. What do you think? Okay. Oh. Okay, but uh, the crazy cocaine kookaburras weren't Thanks. David Crosby's original band. I remember David Crosby's original band revolved around coal mining, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the legend was that Dave Crosby was a coal miner, and he actually got reincarnated as another coal miner. Mm. Mm-hmm. He started out as a coal miner in the 1800s, uh, worked for Levi Jeans. Yeah. And then he became a coal miner in the 1900s when it wasn't popular. And we're like, why are you still coal mining? It's like, well, I don't know. I feel inspired to do this. Wrote a whole album, tour, didn't sell well on being a coal miner in the modern era. Was that in- before or after he married a plastic hedgehog? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that. <laughs> Let's not go down that rabbit hole, Charles, because yeah. that was a whole, about that part. a whole other thing. A whole other thing. It was a whole yeah. other thing. Yeah. Um, Eric Clapton was there. <laughs> he could have been. He could have been. I'm gonna say Ace Freely. Uh, I am also gonna say Ace Freely. Ace Freely, 1978, yep. musician performs for the last yeah. time with his original band. Yeah. Who was it? It was actually Keith Moon. What? Aww. And it was very sad because he performed for the last time with The Who before his death. Oh. oh. The show is filmed for The Who's uh, documentary, The Kids Are All Right. This is a picture from him, uh, from that uh, DVD. Aww. He was such a fucking punk rock guy. He looks look like at, a very happy dude. Look at him duct taping his headphones to his head. Like he's oh. like love it. There's a strap of duct tape there that you can't really see. He was just like such a cool, weird dude. Yeah. He was like over the top. He put explosives in his kick drum, you know, like the who was And and which resulted in the in the in Pete Townsend yeah. blowing his eardrum yeah. out. Because he put too much that, explosives yeah. in that kick drum. Uh, and that was Keith Moon's, you know, kind of little oh, yeah. surprise for uh, Pete. But anyway, all right, okay. Keith Moon in this week in 1978 p- passing away uh, for the last time. The- well, he performed this week in 1978, didn't actually pass away in this 19. 19- uh, he went on to be reincarnated as Harry Shearer. I know, right? He, he <laughs> looks exactly like Harry Shearer from Spinal Tap. Yep, and, and the Simpsons. Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, movie TV entertainment news this week. <gasps> no. Did you guys check all this out? Oh, yeah. They're the all leaving. Yeah. The last episode wasn't that great, but each of them had their own moment. Yeah. In the last episode. Uh, and it was, I could tell as it was happening, oh, wow, they're not coming back next yep. season. I was like, oh, shit. And I didn't realize that A.D. Bryant, um, Kyle Mooney, Kate McKinnon, and Pete Davidson all leaving saturday night live yeah yeah which is pretty big deal they've all been after 11 seasons on the show basically 10 seasons for mooney and um and and everyone else 10 or more yeah which basically 10 years yeah so yeah that's crazy pretty that is nuts the biggest young pete davidson looks i know i don't know 
The biggest loss is Kyle Mooney. He was a crazy, crazy funny writer, and they he kept was. getting rid of his sketches, SNL, for way worse ones about Trump. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. He was yeah. hilarious, man. Yeah, you know, they got real political in, um, like, Kate McKinnon and Kyle Mooney. Um, it kind of seemed like they were not really in all those political sketches. Yeah. Uh, and neither was... um. Oh... No, Pete Davidson was maybe no, no, none of these folks. Yeah, were. no, none of them were. None of none of the folks that were leaving were involved in the, no, in they the played except in the heavily for, political uh, sketches. I mean, except for Kate McKinnon. Eighty Bryant. Bryant played yeah. like kind of press secretary or oh, that's oh. right. People along yeah, those she did. lines. Maybe yeah. um, maybe Kate McKinnon. Maybe in some ways. But oh, she played Hillary Clinton, huh? Yeah, definitely. No, she, yeah, definitely not Kyle and Pete. They no, they weren't anything like that. Think, yeah, because SNL got really political. I always remember Kyle just being a goofy ass dude, just being in like really stupid skits. And with, I, uh, yeah. with Beck I Bennett. loved his delivery and his like really dumb sense of humor that he had. He he was a really smart, funny guy. Yeah. So I'm gonna miss him and 80. Yeah. 80 was a huge. I loved her. Well, she's got a hit show. Kate McKinnon's in movies. Yeah, Pete Davidson's it's, it's doing his thing, man. Like they had. Yeah, they had a delivery in SNL that really saved the show at times, and uh, to lose these key members like this—that's some big shoes to fill. I'm gonna guess. Cast. I'm gonna guess that Cal Mooney is gonna go on to direct. I hope he does. Or write. Yeah, he's I a think funny he's going ass to. writer. Yeah, he's a funny director or writer for sure. Him, uh, him and Beck Bennett. They actually started like a YouTube channel like way before SNL, and it was really fun. It's like oh, that nice. kind of that early kind of the the, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. the Lonely Island type yeah, yeah, awkward, yeah. awkward yeah. humor. And AD Bryant could do some really cool stuff too. I oh, could she's picture... got a hit show right now on U Hulu, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can oh, picture yeah. her like um, uh, what's what's the name um, the other actress from SNL. Um, but anyway, she's she's so hilarious. So big losses for them. Um, this is interesting and very cool, and I was very happy to see this. Oh, okay. Jodie Foster hopping back into movies and TV in, gen in general. All right. She's been kind of retired, not do really doing anything. The last thing that I remember from her that was very influential was Silence of the Lambs. Oh, okay? yeah. Silence of the Lambs was fucking killer. Yeah. She played a detective on that show. And she cracked the case. She found the serial killer, Buffalo Bill. We joke about it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> There's some very funny scenes Word. in that movie. Word. For our twisted Word. sense of humor. Yeah. But Jodie Foster is back at it on the new season of True Detective. Okay. On HBO. And she's going to be an executive producer on the series as well. So she's going to have a very good hand in the way the whole thing's portrayed written yeah uh, and for her character so i'm very excited to see it i almost feel like it may be a reprise of her character from silence of the lambs oh you think so yes i honestly do think that it's going to be based i don't think it's going to be verbatim it's not tied into the show yeah blah, blah, blah. But I think her, her character was Clary Starling right. in Silence of the Lambs. I yeah. think she's going to take inspiration from that. I don't know if it's yeah. going to be Southern uh, like the way it was with Clarice, but I feel she's going to harness that again, and that's what they wanted 
in the new series. That'd be dope. And that would be awesome. So that, I'm very excited yeah. about it. Season one of True Detective oh. with Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. Some of the best. Blew my fucking mind out of my soul. Like it was that good of a season. And There's, then like afterwards, the the, next, the following seasons, I was like, yeah, no, they they don't live up to it. Yeah, but, but season that first one was, season, oh my, there is God. a there's a scene in there so good where they're raiding this like kind of drug apartment complex area, and it's a constant shot for about five minutes, and it's on one camera, and the way it's with no editing. Yeah, you don't see that too often, and HBO is one of the companies that kind of does that kind of stuff. Where you watch it and you're like, holy moly, this is like intense. Yeah, and it's yeah. on another level. It's not like ABC or CBS where you're con you're getting a cut scene or uh, a cut every five ten seconds to another scene. Yeah, because it was the best take that they could do of him saying a five second line. Yeah, that's not the way it is with HBO and True Detective. You watch that first series with Matthew McConaughey and he's doing this raid through this uh, area. We'll watch it before we're done here tonight. Remind me. Yeah. When we're done, I'll put it up. It's a four. Oh, minute, I love it. It's a four-minute long video, but it's one of the best recorded like cinematography things ever. Yeah. In in TV history, and True Detective won an Emmy for that. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Tip of the hat to them. Jodie Foster getting involved. I can't wait to see what they're gonna have. Oh yeah. It's gonna be killer. It Bring must it be back a to the really one good feel. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Let's do it. Good stuff. All right, last story of the week. Guys, check it out. This was shocking news. Oh, okay? my God. Shocking news from around the world. Lalo, did you hear about this? No, but I'm terrified. A woman <laughs> found a face of the wizard Gandalf hidden in her floorboards. Oh, yeah. She was, you know, just doing some sweeping, just you know, uh... mopping. What what is that? Oh, it's Gandalf. Yeah, on one of my floor planks, and they zoomed in. Look at the picture I zoomed in for you guys here. Yeah, Gandalf the Gray from The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. I've zoomed in for you on the left. What do you think of this discovery? I see a demonic <laughs> nightmare fuel rendition of Gandalf the Gray. <laughs> That is. Do terrible. you think that looks like him though? Like, yeah. Look at look at the nose and kind of the mouth. That's pretty spot on. Situation yeah. with the eyes. Not a like, whole lot of sleep. Admit. Not a whole lot of sleep for a while. That, I think I think uh, what's gonna happen to that woman is that she can't pass beyond that point. Oh yeah. Is that a, she shall not pass? That's the time continuum, she, and she can't pass. She can't pass. She shall not pass. She's the Balrog. What I'm she seeing do it. is like Gandalf the Grey on just a bucket of ketamine. <laughs> look at him. He yeah, does. that is cool, though. He does look pretty chill. That's cool. I think he's taking a, too many chill pills. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, what's up, homies? <laughs> okay, get this. Her name is Isabel Haldane. Yeah. And she says she now challenges her home guests to find the face in the floorboards. So, oh, okay. Like, oh, come on into my and house find and find where two Gandalf fucking is. Seconds. Because she they has find a it picture. In two seconds. It's yeah. very special having one of the greatest wizards from literary history yeah. living in our sitting room. Uh is this it's the same our sitting room? She's is this the same lady who's like uh getting busy with the aliens? Who first of all, I have an issue with that. What <laughs> 
What is a sitting room? <laughs> the fuck oh. is that? Oh, that's well, because... literally where she's sitting. Do you yeah, see her? I she's see that. Yeah, stop <laughs> that. Why are you sitting on the floor? Is this there looks a room like the type of lady. Just sit on the fucking ground. What are you talking about? Who would just like set pillows on the now. floor? There's sitting room and shitting hey, room. Yes, come on, guys. Oh, good to have you over. Good to see you guys. <laughs> what, what's this room here? Oh, this is our sitting room. Our sitting yeah. Room. Have you ever heard of that in your life? I, I love how in your picture, though, Chris, you've got Gandalf with a little arrow. That I didn't do that hard work, but I will take credit for that. Uh, and I love how they picked oh, a picture man. of Gandalf smoking a pipe for That's some reason. So good. That's, That's great. so good. And it shows him like in a stoned kind of persona yeah. on the floor. It kind of fits. You know. Listeners. Just no, one, no one's here anymore, Charles. No one's here. Listeners. <laughs> yeah, no one's here. No one's here in the chat. Listeners. They've all gone. They've all gone. But anyway, that's it. Uh, Gandalf and the Floorboards. Nice. Gandalf and I don't the know. Floorboards. Oh, that's a dope band name. Gandalf oh, yeah. Gandalf and the flo- Floorboards. Gandalf floorboard and Gandalf. I love it. I love it. Floorboard Gandalf. Yep. Floorboard right. Gandalf. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all at Rock News Weekly. Check us out rocknewsweekly.com. Subscribe. Give us all that good stuff. If you got $3.99 in your pocket, Give us a give us a shout out. Drop us a line. All that good stuff. Twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly. We're eventually going to be able to you can subscribe to our channel on twitch.tv if you give us enough followers. If we get to fifty followers, we'll be able to be eligible for that partner status. Yeah. So watch us when we go live every Make Friday on twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly. Give us a like and a follow. Sign up for a free account. Doesn't cost you anything. Doesn't Anything, you know, just do it. We appreciate it. And uh, check us all out, of course, rocknewsweekly.com. We're out of here for this week. Have a good weekend. We'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.